Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was Jesus Christ who said that he chose us, and he did so, so that we can bear good fruit. I'm here to encourage you today that through the power of God and through prayer and through obedience, we all can be effective in the kingdom of God in reaching others. If there ever was a time that people need to come to Christ, it is now. God wants to use every believer to be effective in reaching those who are lost. I want you to join us today as we share the word of God about fruitfulness in our witness and then how to be effective in our prayer life when we need God to move for us. Come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. He goes to his friends and asks for three loaves of bread to feed his guests. Look at what verse 7 tells us. Then the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked. So he, he must be talking through the door. And my children are in bed with me. I can't get up and give you anything. Don't come in here with that this time. Now, who is this? You know what time it is? It's midnight. The children are in bed. I ain't getting up. He said, I can't get up, so I don't know what kind of house they have. I don't know what kind of door there is. He's in the bed talking to the man through the door. I can't get up and give you anything. The man is desperate. He has a need. He goes to his friend, and the friend says, what? I ain't getting up. I ain't getting you nothing. But look at what Jesus tells him in verse 8. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. Jesus is making a point here. The one inside doesn't want to be bothered. The door is locked. The children are in bed. He says, I can't get up and I ain't going to get up and I ain't going to give you nothing. So what we see in this parable, there is resistance, and there's also persistence. The Lord is telling you that when you come and ask, you will have resistance, but you're going to need some persistence. You know, when you go to pray, you will have resistance in your own mind sometimes. And so when you start praying, Sometimes the enemy will shoot a fiery dart and says, I don't know why you think God's going to hear you. Look at you. I don't even know why you're praying. When you start praying, as soon as you start praying, the telephone rings. You thought you were desperate, but you decided to answer the phone. I called somebody one time and I said, oh, you're busy? Yeah, I was praying. I said, why you answer the phone? <laughs> so you weren't that serious. You weren't that desperate. It wasn't that important that you said, I'm going to be praying and nothing's going to disturb me. All right, maybe, maybe I'm talking to some other people. But I'm just trying to tell you how to have an effective, productive prayer life. This is a man that had a need in the middle of the night. He said, I'm going to my friend because I know he got some bread. It is because of the man's boldness and persistence 
the friend will get up and give him as much as he need. Now, how do we know the man had boldness and persistence? Not only is he coming to my house at night, apparently he never stopped knocking. Hey, man, I ain't getting up out the bed. I'm in there with the children. So don't bother me. I need some bread, man. Come on. You got, you, I know you got some bread. You got to help me out. You know what time it is? Yeah, I know what time it is, but I got company, man. I need your help. Jesus said because of his boldness and his persistence, the man gets up and look at what he says and gives him as much as he needs. You know, that caught my attention. As much as he needs. He didn't say, well, I come tell you what, I'm going to give you a half a loaf of bread. He gave him as much as he needs. How much do you need from God? The first thing he did was to seek. This man says, I need some bread. Who do I know that have some bread? My friend's got some bread. Where is he? he so he, he, said he was seeking for what he needed. Where can I get something this time of night? The second thing that man did, he knocked on his neighbor's door, his friend's door. And the third thing he did, he asked for what he wanted. Now, let me tell you how this worked, Jesus is saying. In verse 9, he said, so I say to you, this is the same story. I'm teaching you how to pray. I'm giving you this parable. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Look at verse 10. For everyone, uh, somebody say everyone. everyone. Everyone includes you. Everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Jesus gives us keys to productive prayer. Number one, he said, ask. This may seem obvious to you, but many people do not ask God for what they need. Some people simply have not asked. We try to work out everything on our own. We get frustrated and just give up on getting what we need. James in his book in the New Testament said, we have not because we ask not. The reason we don't have it because we never ask. You ever seen anybody, uh, uh, sometimes you have a, a friend or maybe you're eating and, and you got some lunch and you got some nice dessert and everything. You're sitting there eating and your co-worker just looking, and you know they want some, but they never said nothing, so you ain't say nothing either. <laughs> they say, that show, that show looks good. Well, thank you. Well, how is that? Oh, it's really good. Where'd you get that from? Well, I, I made it myself. And you, you, you know they want some. <laughs> but they, since they don't ask, and you would say to yourself, if they had asked me, I would have I given it to them. That's the way some people are with God. Well, God ought to know what I need. Yeah, God know what I, knows what you need. But Jesus said, ask. See, Satan can't keep God from answering your prayer, but he can keep you from asking. 
He'll keep you from asking. I, I just don't like to ask nobody for nothing. Well, I found out something a long time ago. You can get more by asking. And I don't have a problem asking. Once I learn that, I ask. I got a lot of different ways to ask. So how can I, how can I get some of what you have? When I'm talking to people, I'm talking to telemarketers, I'm talking to companies on the phone. I say, what else do you have that I can ask for that I don't even know you're giving away? <laughs> what does it take for me to get an upgrade? That's what I ask at the hotel. I have a hotel card here. I'm part of your, your frequent member. She said, what color is your card? I said, blue. Blue? We got gold, we got platinum, what you doing with blue? You got to start somewhere. Is there a way to get some kind of upgrade with blue? You know what, since you asked, I'm going to give you an upgrade. I said, well, thank you so much. God is moving right now in a supernatural way. So you have not because you ask not. I said, I'm one of your preferred customers. What do you have for them? They don't know whether you're preferred or not. <laughs> I preferred to be here. You can ask through the drive-through. You might get some extra unless you're asking at French's. <laughs> Jesus said, "Ask, and it will be given to you." Secondly, at seek. Seeking is more than casually looking for. Many people come to God so casually that he know that you ain't that interested. You're just doing something. There's some folk that just ask for stuff and they don't, you know, they just ask because they were there. But there's somebody that's got a need. And when you've got a need, you ain't moving out quickly. Get away from Ronnie. No, 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 no. I really need this. God wants to know how much you really need that. Seeking has to do with effort, with energy, intentionality, focus, and thoughtfulness. Lord, this is what I need. Seeking in prayer is more than a quick prayer while you're driving to work. That's getting, that's rolling up your sleeve. That's getting down on your knees. That's getting in your prayer closet. That's say, God, we got to do some business today. Lord, we got to do some business. We got to do some business. That's not that 30-second prayer. That's, that's a prayer that by the time you get through, you didn't even know how long you were praying. You said, Lord, Lord, I didn't know I was in there for 40 minutes. Why? Because I'm talking to God. I got a need. I'm seeking an answer. I need an answer to what's going on in my life. And I'm staying here till I can hear from you, Lord. I need an answer. This is not a drive-through prayer. I don't have too much time, Lord. I just need you to hit me back really quick. No, no, no. God said, you need to spend some time because we got to talk. That's a, you talking to me, but I want to talk to you about some things too. So there are some things that you need to get aligned before I move for you in this area. You just want me to move, but you don't want me to hear for what I need you to do for me to do that for you. Seeking and spending time in prayer until you can hear from God. Seeking is staying with it. Jesus said, seek and you will find. 
Thirdly, he says, knock. Knocking is repetition. I ask, and uh, I haven't heard anything, so I'm not asking anymore. No, he says, keep on knocking. See, when you knock on somebody's door, you don't just go up to the door and... They might not even heard that. They were like, well, there must not be anybody at the door. No, knocking is knocking. And then when you don't hear anything, you do that again, don't you? Somebody's in there. I heard somebody in there. I hear the TV. I thought I heard somebody say something. Yeah, there's somebody in there. There's somebody in there. Now, you're not going to knock long if you're just passing by, but if you really need something, you're going to keep knocking until somebody comes. You're going to go around to the window. Some people go around to the window and start knocking. <laughs> I know you in there. I know you in there. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. Also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.